Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hey, Britton. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm doing great. Do you need a nap? Sure. Where am I going to take one? In the bedroom. What does it take to make a bedroom? A bed. <laughs> so I'm sitting in your dining room. Ooh, did I just divulge trade secrets? No, I think we've given that away before. Especially it's got way better acoustics for podcast recording than the office. Fair enough. Who needs high ceilings? Apparently not podcast recorders. Not podcast recorders. Now you know. So, yeah. So what does make a bedroom? I know we've well, had this conversation with clients for the last almost 20 years. Yeah. So a bed makes a bedroom. Nope. Uh, closet. Nope. Uh, persuasive marketing department. Ding, ding. <laughs> no, it's actually, this comes up all the time and people, some, some people think that to be a bedroom, a room must have a window and a closet and the closet is not required to be a bedroom. And in fact, the last time I went browsing through the city building code, they don't even define a bedroom. There's like this habitable sleeping area. I think it has more to do with if you can get out of it. Right. So there's a ceiling height requirement right. um, to be seven a legal room. Feet. You got seven, seven, six, right? Yep. yep. Seven and a half feet. Um, and then there is this light and air requirement, right? You have to have direct access or access to light. And then there's the, the egress issue because the city has had situations where a room has had a window that looked out to a light well and they wouldn't count that towards the light air ratio for whatever reason because it was a light well. And then on the flip side of that, we've seen in other new construction buildings where there is a room that is being called a secondary bedroom that actually has no window onto an exterior wall, but a, a glass interior wall that provides see-through light from the rest of the, the living space, but actually doesn't have any exterior opening or even exterior wall windows. Yeah. And that one is weird to me because I thought that to be a bedroom, you had to have a window that was a certain percentage of the floor square footage and um, as a secondary egress for fire safety. Yeah. And the last time we were dealing with this specific one, um, the risk management attorney didn't want to put it in writing because we were at a brokerage and it wasn't our place to hire a risk management attorney to put it in writing, you know, but when we showed it to them, they were like, Whoa, that's not a bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I remember when we had, do you remember when we had the listing, um, in Nopa, it was 120 year old building and both bedrooms went out to a light well. And there was actually a ladder on the outside of the building. So the fire escape would be you climb up the ladder and you go on the roof and then the fire department rescues you or you go down, you jump onto the back stairs and you go down that way. Which just seems like a <laughs> only in theory would that work because who's going to be like, hey, my building's on fire. Why don't I go up and see the view from the roof? I mean, right. not that you're going for the view, but you're going to be like, no one's going to think the fastest way or safest way out is to go to the top of the building. Right. I mean, let's go to the general. top of a burning wood frame building. Yeah. Aces. Not, yeah. 
So yeah, and that was you know the the buyer was not from the potential. Well, the person who was in contract who freaked out and bailed said, "Well, this is an illegal bedroom." I said, "Well." No, it's a 120-year-old bedroom, and this is, you know, condo converted, and it was on the map as a bedroom, and it was counted as a bedroom, blah, blah, blah. But she bailed. Yeah. You know, what about the other one that makes me angry in older buildings is a room that you have to pass through to get to another room, That's cons- but they consider the pass-through room a bedroom. Yeah. And sometimes you'll see it in the Victorian layout where you have kind of like the triple parlor or you've got um, no railroad hallway, just kind of room after room. Like the rooms just wind through till you get to the back. And, and yeah, you know, my feeling is, is <laughs> if someone's got to walk through your room to get to the kitchen or a bathroom, it's not a bedroom. Or, or, or you have to walk through the bedroom to get to the sunroom. That sunroom is not a bedroom. Like in the marina. Well, style. most of the MLS would disagree with you. I'm not agreeing. Or I'm playing devil's advocate here. Sunrooms are often counted as bedrooms. They should not be. For that, for the same reason, because you have to walk through a room to get to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they we make list, great offices. When we listed the place in the Richmond, we yeah. had that layout, and we it was a two bedroom. It was a two bedroom plus yeah. a sunroom. And that's why when someone who, who I won't name, but his initials were Matt Fuller when he was on the MLS committee and you added the den slash bonus room field in the MLS. Thank you very much. So that was actually, um, was that your year? Uh, I was on it that year. Yes. So that wasn't that was, your chair year though. Was that? I, I think it may have been. I'll stop trying to claim credit. I think it may have been Mark's. <laughs> so yeah, but no, that's a good field. Yeah, it, well, that's another time that this issue comes up all of the time is because developers will call things like a one-plus bedroom, right, when they're selling it, right? You know, they have their one bedrooms, and then they've got one bedrooms that have a little some extra. They're bigger than the other one bedroom, so they make a nook for an office or some kind of bonus. It's not bonus space in the sense that it's not warranted, but it's just extra space that's not necessarily a bona fide full-on room. It generally doesn't have four walls. Right. Or it's got something else about it that makes it not quite whatever. Yep. But, you know, if you buy a one-plus bedroom, and when you go to sell it in the MLS, there's no plus. You got a one-bedroom or a two-bedroom. So the idea was you could, uh, you know, try and account and explain that space in some other way without representing it as actually being a bedroom. Right. Yeah. Only in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you want to get, I mean, if you have 50 extra square feet, call it a den. You know, uh, and double parlors, double parlors are one that, you know, different buyers have different feelings, but pretty much everyone uses the back of a double parlor as a bedroom closet or not double doors operable or not. Yeah, no, I mean, and when we have those listings, we call them bedrooms. We stage them as bedrooms. They've always been used as bedrooms. And I think there's less gray area with that because you can close all four walls. I mean, well, doors. Yeah. They you almost don't close all four walls because that would, you know, you'd be stuck. You'd be stuck. That'd be sad. Well, <laughs> close the door and all four. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so, there, and those, that, the back half of the double parlor. I would say 99 times out of 100, it has a closet. Yeah. Unless it's been somehow remodeled along the way, and that closet becomes part of the bathroom when you make that bathroom that's always behind there bigger. 
And it's interesting, you know, it just seems like space has always been at a premium in San Francisco because we can sit here and talk about all of these quirky old layouts and the strangeness of bedrooms there. But then we're right back to current construction right now. And, you know, like the one plus situation and like these other little extra spaces that people want to market because space is so valuable in San Francisco, but it doesn't conform to any national real estate standard because, you know, real estate standards for the nation are, are pretty much, you know, suburban tract home standards. Did you just say crack home? Tract home. Tract home. But, you know, might as well be a crack home. That's <laughs> how I feel about the suburbs. <laughs> hey, don't diss the suburbs. That's where we all grew up. I didn't grow up in the suburbs. I mean, I did and I didn't. I did and I didn't. I grew up in the suburbs so I was 12, 11, 12. Then we moved to Michigan and I lived in a very, very, very small town. Oh, you lived in yeah. rural? Yeah, rural. Yep. The first day of deer hunting season was a school holiday. Oh, my God. I'm serious. <laughs> so what's a bedroom? What, what's, a, what's a buyer to do? Decide how important it is to you to have a full-size walk-in closet and buy accordingly. I think it's one of the reasons that our philosophy on this and, you know, from the listing perspective is that it's generally better to kind of under-promise and over-deliver than to over-promise and under-deliver. Yeah. Because if you take a strange space and call it a bedroom, like a legit strange space, and call it a bedroom, and people show up, you know, with plans for that bedroom, like, kid. And then they find out, you know, not really a bedroom. Well, It's not like they're going to stick around and be like, okay, I'll change my life so the house fits. No, they just walk out and leave. Well, you remember the house we sold years and years ago in Glen Park, where one of the bedrooms that had been used as a bedroom was actually permitted as a storage room because it had only one of those little transom windows. Yep. And so it wasn't legal because of the, the window size. And so we didn't market that as a bedroom and people walked in and they were like, oh my God, there's a fourth bedroom. And they were so excited about it, but we didn't want to call it that because it wasn't legal space. And then there was the, the short sale we had in Bernal Heights a million years ago. <laughs> I was waiting for that one to come up. Where the room downstairs was permitted as storage, but this family had more stored children. a lot of children. They stored a lot of children downstairs. And to be and to be clear, it was an awesome family, awesome parents. It's not like you know. Oh yeah, no. Um, but what can you store in storage? Bunk beds. Well, they I mean, it had. <laughs> wasn't it like it was just an inch shy of ceiling height or something? It was. What, it was something like that. It was so close. Yeah, yeah. it was very close. <laughs> so yeah, with bedrooms, under promise, over deliver. Esker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since two thousand two. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow. Thank you.